Hello everybody, it's your girl MKR Moesha Wiggins, if you know me as that, welcome to my podcast, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, where the spot is right to become a young flag out with a purpose, you know what I'm saying, so today to get to know me, to get know to open up you know for anyone and you know I'm I'm starting to be able to talk about it even the more um this is helping me and I hope as well as it's going to help you and I am going to what God told me to tell my testimony about me and all the things that I have encountered in my life and that he has brought me out of. So first, before um, we start that, before we, you know what I'm saying, um, kick it off with that, we're going to, well, I'm going to pray. And if you want to join me, you can. I have no problem with that. So here, here it goes. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I ask you, God, to forgive us for our sins that we have committed this day in this present time, Father. Father God, right now, for the name of Jesus, God, as I, Father God, tell my testimony, God, let it, Father God, help someone, God, let it, Father God, reach, Father God, the ear of someone, Father God, that was struggling, God, with the things that I was struggling with, God. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask you, God, to decrease me and increase you, Father God. Father God, so everything, God, that you need to say, Father God, can flow, Father God, like the rivers of water, God. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you. Father God, for giving us, Father God, another day to see, Father God. Father God, I thank you, God, for giving us another, Father God, day to seek your face even the more, God. Father God, I thank you, God, for setting the tone for us, God. Father God, I thank you, God, for making us, Father God, who we are. Father God, on this day, Father God. Father God, but nothing less, Father God, we are so humble, God, in, in humility, Father God, for your presence, God. Father God, we yearn, God, and we love you, God, for who you are, and God, what you're going to do in our lives, God. Father God, as we, Father God, come together, God, on the Tuesdays, God, and the Thursdays, God, and the Fridays, God. Father God, let it, Father God, impact, God, let it. Father God, marinate, Father God, in us, Father God, and as we, Father God, grow forward, Father God, even the more together, God, Father God, let it be, Father God, more being downloaded, God, God, let your anointing, Father God, that you have placed in our lives, God, be, Father God, increased even the more, Father God, on other levels of God that you have for us, that you have placed in us. Father, and we thank you, God, God, and we give you all the praise, God, and all the honor, God, for this day, in your son Jesus' name, I pray, we pray, amen. So, 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 everybody, I hope you're ready, um, 
I really thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, share with your friends, your homegirls, your homeboys. Tell them to be a part of YHSO Podcast. And also, I will be uploading these on um, the YHSO um, family page on Facebook. And you can go to Young Swags Out with a Purpose, you know, on Facebook. Or you can um, message me personally and ask me about it there. So, let's get it cracking. So, okay. If you don't know, my name is Malisha Riggins. I am from, Saint, well, I was born in St. Petersburg, Florida, raised in Largo, Florida. If you do not know where those places are, it is okay. Thank God anyway for, you know, Florida, Florida, Florida. <laughs> but all just aside, um, my, when I was born, I was born August 21st, 2003. Yes, I'm a 2000s baby. And, you know, I really, before I even get deep into it, I really do thank God for the outcome. I thank God for the strength and endurance that he has given me throughout the years. And, you know, just him being a merciful and a great God, you know. You know, we always have to give God praise for, you know, and glory where glory is due and you know, I really do thank God for just saving me so many occasions and, you know, just making me the YWOG young woman of God that I am becoming. And I'm not going to lie, it is a rocky road, but, you know, when you're flying and when you're riding with God and you, you know, God is your ride or die. You know, he will always be there. He will always be by your side. He will always have your hand no matter what you are going through, no matter what trials and tribulations that you face, that he will always, always, always be by your side. And do never, never please, y'all, do not forget that God will always be by your side no matter what you are going through all you got to do is pick up your spiritual phone and just be like daddy i need you on this day daddy i just want you to like just just listen to all my problems because god you know this world is getting you know crazy and i need your help god like this situation here with sally may you know, this this is not going so good, but God, I know you can do it. And you know, I know that you are a way maker, a heart fixer, a mind regulator. And you know, you can do all these things. And you told me through your name that I can do all things, you know, in your name. Because you are the word, you are the spirit, you are all these things. You are the old and the new DNA. And I know, God, that you will 
you will provide you are providing god you are alpha and omega you are the beginning and the end you are yeshua you are you know the god who reigns all day every day you are the god that rides you know you are the god that will battle no matter what you know you are the you are the God that will like rip everything apart for me. You are the God that will save my life. You are the God who will come down and see about me and sit with me and have a conversation. Y'all, I'm sorry, I'm getting real hype over here. <laughs> I'm getting real hype over here, but that is how good God is. You know, you gotta represent your daddy like you you repping. You know the blood stained banner. You feel me like. You have to really know how to be hype with it because God is not a boring God. You got to be hype with God because God, if he is your ride or die, you got to be hype for him 24-7. And that's what I really think. I am hype for God. Like, God, I'm like, yes, sir, God, daddy, I am ready. Like, what else are we going to do? Like, please tell me. What is the next move, sir? Like, tell me the next move. But <laughs> to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. So, <clears throat> let me tell you this. So, I was born in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, to a mother named Latasha Hubbard and to a dad named... Uh, Reginald Riggins, and that was in 2003. That day was, it was a happy and emotional day because that's when I was born, of course, and that's when God, you know, shut me down, you know, and brought me into this world. And I, he placed in mantle on me then we all have mantles we all have you know things that he has placed on us when we were born and my mom told me that i always had the discernment of spirits and all those things like that she said the second day that i was born it was someone that walked in the hospital room and I was wide awake but I closed my eyes and I shut down spiritually I shut down and when the person left the room I opened my eyes and I continued looking at my mother for the first time and you know she said from then she knew God had a plan and a calling on my life fast forward to six months i was six months old my dad left me and my mom um and he was he was already on drugs he was on the street you know he didn't want to answer the call of god and all those things like that my mom and my dad got a divorce um my dad went to jail for five years and in those five years he missed a lot of things um you know with me 
my other siblings in my lives, you know, and, you know, God does things for a reason, and he does things for us to take time out and to take us from hurt, because sometimes it goes negativity things, the negative things, the things that God wants us to stay away from come in our lives, you know, we could go a whole nother way, but God said no, so when it shall not be so. So that's why things go the way that it do, because you know how God does not want us to be damaged in the process when he is, you know, speaking to us in the era that he is. So, um, okay, fast forward again. Um, I was younger, um, I was in church, I was born into church. My godmother and my goddad were pastors, Melissa and Patrick. And they were um in training to be pastors. They were ordained and all that great stuff. And it was this prophet named Prophet Dunlap. I will never forget that man. He was truly a he was he was truly a powerhouse. I, I can tell you that God spoke to him and when God spoke to him it was nothing but power. Um so he presented me as yeah, he presented me to God and he was well he told my mom that he was like, you know that your daughter has anointing on her. Sometimes, and I'm not even going to say what it is because sometimes people get caught in titles and in in appearances and about fame and about all that stuff. I am not going to say what the mantle is. When God releases me to say what it was, I will come back and be like, guys, it was this and that and the third, but. When God tells me, because we always have to see God's face when, you know, it comes to things like that. And I, God placed the mantle on me when the prophet presented me to him through God. And, you know, when doctors say babies they will remember a lot of situations. When I was younger, I remembered a lot of things, and I still do. And I remember getting held up. I remember that to this day. I was being held up, and it was this bright light. And I would think I was about one, one years old, and it was this bright light. And I will never forget it. And I always, when I was younger, I always seen spirits. I always seen angels and demons and all those things like that i always seen them i still do to this day and fast forward a little more um my god mom and my god dad were released to start a church house of god international outreach ministries 
aka H-O-D-Y-N Hygiene, which was my church home, and I grew up there, and God was using me even more, and um, he was having me dance. At that time, I was around um, seven or eight years old. I was dancing. God had been doing prosthetic dancing, and I was in. I'm not going to say I was in spotlighter, but God always God laid His glory all over my life as a young child, and you having the yearn for God as I did, and I had the hunger for God, and that's how, that's all I knew was God, I want God, I need God, I eat God, I breathe God, like, <laughs> that's how it was, God, 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 that's who it all was about, and I used to dance, and when I used to dance, I used to have this one scarf, and me and this scarf, God used to just flow, and I used to just flow in spirit, and I remember, and my godmom was like, why do you do it so fast, you gotta slow down, and so I remember telling her, I was like, mom, I can't, I was like, I just can't, I was like, when it comes to me dancing, I was like, I just can't, I don't know what it is, and I remember, I remember just like yesterday, we had um, an evangelist, and evangelist Brixton, and she came to the church, and she anointed my hands, and it was my hands and my feet, and she said that I, my feet are anointed to dance, and my hands are anointed for anything I put my hands to, anything that I thought about doing, as long as it was in God, that it will always succeed, even if it comes to musically, if it came to dancing, it, even if it comes to my life now, it will still be regulated, and it will still be activated, and it was a process. Prophet Fort Brown, she said the same thing, and it was another prophet, um, Prophet Wings, or Pastor Wings, excuse me, I have to get the title correct, Pastor Wings, he told me the same exact thing, whatever I touch when I dance, there are a camp of angels that dance with me. And I remember this, and on New Year's Year's Day, when I was eight years old, I received the Holy Spirit because, I'm telling you, I received the Holy Ghost, the tongues of God. I remember, I remember I was telling my mom, I was like, Mom, you know, I really, 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 I really want it. I really want it. My heart is ready, mommy. I just, I just want, I want God just to give it to me. I just want the Holy Ghost. That's 
that's what I want. And I remember I was behind my bongos, my hand drum, and I was kneeling down. And I don't know what happened after that. And my brothers ran and told my goddad that I was, well, my, my former pastor at the time, or my former apostle at the time, that I received the Holy Spirit. And he, at first, he didn't believe it. And then my mom, he told my mother to do the finished prayer with me. And when I went home and we prayed and we did a finished prayer, she said that I had it. And she was like, it was just flowing like rivers of water. And... I remember that day my mom was like, Moesha, we're going to do something. And, you know, God is going to just take control, okay? And I was like, okay, mom. And from then on, that's what happened. And also, later down the road, um, I... I was supposed to speak at different churches and all those things like that, but our the church, the former church I was going to, um, they shut down. They they moved. We moved with them. We moved to Tarpon Springs, Florida, from Largo, Florida to Tarpon Springs, Florida, and you know it was a lot of situations that occurred me and my godmother our relationship started to bug and you know it the enemy uses the closest people to you and god was showing me that everybody in my midst was not as nice as you know they proclaimed to be or there were situations that i could not you know do or that I can't just run up to people and think they're always going to be nice to me. And my mom prayed that God was going to show me because she didn't want me to get hurt, you know, later on in life. And me and my godmom, my godmom started to dislike me. And, you know, that really bothered me and my god sister, my god brother, and my other god brother, they started acting funny, they started bullying me, all these things like that. My godmother told me that I was going to be the biggest, fifth grader, and I would never go to you know, middle school, or I would never make it to high school if I keep doing the things that I was doing or, you know, not trying enough that I wasn't going to pass and everybody else in my family that was going to be before me. And, you know, things like that, when you're saying it to a young child, you know, sometimes it penetrates, you know, when you think somebody is supposed to be a certain way, but, and you know that they are proclaimed to be in God, but, you know, 
it hurts because you know God is love. And I knew for a fact that God was love and God is, you know, everything that we need. And God is, you know, God is a loving God. God is, you know, a God that supplies love and he gives love to us naturally. And I was like, God, like, why is she treating me like this? Like, God, what is going on? What is going on? What did I do? Why does she hate me? All these things like that. And just wanted me wondering as a child, like, what happened? Like, what is going on? And my dad at the time, I remember in 2007, my mom told me, Moesha, your dad, your dad went back. Your dad is in jail. Pray for him, okay? Pray that he gets better. And I said, okay, mom. And later on in 2014, I believe, no, not 2014, 2012, uh, 2012, my, my cousin, my god cousin, came to live with my godmother, and she said, and I never knew what my dad did until this day, and jail for killing his girlfriend and me being a 10 year old I'm like where is my like not a 10 year old I was a 9 maybe a 9 year old I'm like what are you talking about like my dad killed somebody like really like mm, my mom didn't tell me that so I don't know if I should believe it and I end up going to my mom and my mom to my godmother and you know I spent the night over at my godmom's house and I was in my god sister's room sitting on the floor and my godmom just started yelling at me why did you lie why did you lie on your cousin he didn't even tell you that this and that, that, and the third, I'm like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't lie, so I didn't lie, and I'm like, why would, like, and I, in my head, I'm like, mom, why would I lie about something when I didn't even know about it, like, I never knew what really happened to my, to my dad and why he was in jail, and so, I cried that day. I cried so bad. I cried so bad. And I really, I really didn't understand why and the reasoning of, you know, why was I being treated that way? And my mom, my godmom, and my goddad end up getting a divorce. And as when they got a divorce, and that was around 2013, 2014. They ended up getting a divorce, and I went back to public school. And when I was in sixth grade, I I um searched my dad's name, and I remember 
and I searched up his name, and I knew what he looked like by pictures, and I read, I read the article, and I was just reading, and I was just reading, and one of the teachers asked me, Moshe, what, what is that, what are you looking at, and I told them it was a um, project for a um for a history class what is you know what was going on with all the black criminal bases and all those things and i kept looking and i kept looking and i began to become angry i was angry i was bitter i was hurt I was a lot of things that I, that nobody in my circle that knew me, they didn't know that I was going to hit like that. They didn't know that it was going to be like that. And as I got older, it seemed as if it got worse. And I was doing things that was not godly. I forgot all about God and I just I just gave everything up. I was just doing what Moshe wanted to do. In sixth grade I I started hanging around the wrong crowd. I end up doing things that I was not supposed to do. Um, in sixth grade, I believe, I think it was in sixth grade, I, um, I took the fall for stealing a purse in, in sixth grade. Um, I started, you know, blasting, I started, you know, not being myself, I changed my whole character. I started getting in trouble, talking back to teachers, um, just being really reckless, not caring. And, you know, me still being involved in the things that I was involved in, you know. I Sometimes I thought about God, sometimes I didn't. And, you know, when you receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, you, like, if something, the Holy Spirit is telling you not to do these things, but you do it anyway, and you feel it in your gut, and you hear it in your ears, and you hear it so loudly telling you not to do it, and I heard it anyway, but I still did it, I still did all the things that I've been, I've done, and I remember fast forward, I was 11, no, yeah, I was 11, 11 years old, and one day, um, my, my goddad had took me, my cousin, and some of the other people that we knew to Bushy Garden. And, you know, 
we had came back to the house late, and my mom, she told me, Moesha, you know, if you came back to the house late, you know, you, you can stay home, you can, you, you know, you can get rest, just make sure you tell your teachers, you know, what was going on, and that you need your work from that previous day, and, you know, my goddad had popped up over the house and you know usually my mom will call be like oh your goddad is coming over make sure you look presentable this is not down the third and this particular day i didn't get no call she didn't call me she didn't tell me anything and i was sleeping it was like no, it was in 10, it was 8 in the morning because my mom had left at 6 in the morning. And he came to the house and I heard him. He was knocking on the window, he was knocking on the door. And with me, when I wake up, I panic. Like, I'm like, who is knocking on the door? Like, nobody know I'm home. So, who knows? And I was trying to hurry up. I was trying to hurry up, put on shirt. I'm trying to sleep. So, I get my blanket and I wrap it around me. And I walk to the door. You know, he is still in the car, so he is my goddad. You know, I'm going to respect him as who he is spiritually and also, you know, and as and I reverence him, the God in him, and him being my second, you know, set of parents. I respect him as that too. So he walks, he walks in the house behind me, and you know, step by step, he sits down, and he had a lustful, a lustful spirit on him, and he was trying to molest me. It was if I did not keep saying no, and I didn't look at him with the authority and all those things like that. I would have been more damaged than what I was. And I really do thank God for protecting me and putting the armor of him on me and to protect me from those things because that runs in, it was a family curse. It, it was a family, you know, generational curse. and. You know, when things like that happen, you know, God breaks them and God broke it. And I'm so happy that he did at that time. And, you know, a lot of people, they don't realize how, you know, scary that is. You know, the person that you love and, and the person that you trust, you know, that comes to that era and 
you know, you become fearful of that person. And later on, a couple months later, my birthday came around and I, he asked me, he was like, you want to come over to my house to eat, you know, crabs? I said, no, can you just bring it over? And I never, I never was afraid of him, never in my life until that moment. And I just stayed really, I stayed really silent about the situation. I told my mother, and I, I made sure I voiced my opinion on a lot of situations that came to that. And I really do, I, I know y'all, I keep saying I thank God, I really do, I really do, because it could have went another way, and I'm very fortunate that I had, you know, the, the strength and the, the mightiness of in having authority of saying no, and you know, just not being, you know, how I was at that moment, you know, sometimes, like, I was, I was scared, I was petrified that God told me to fear not, going to my understanding, not yours, and I was just listening to God at that moment, and at first I was going to freeze, and I was just going to let whatever was going to happen, happened, but I said, no, I, I kept saying no, and God was like, say no three times, and the enemy shall flee, and he left, he left the house, and, you know, as he left the house, I just, he closed the door and I just wept and he told me he came back later that day and he brought me McDonald's and he told me to unlock the door and you know I was looking at TV and you know I was I was so scared that when his ringtone came on the phone, I was petrified to answer. And I put on a whole bunch of clothes I had on. I remember I had on my Wendy the Pooh sweatshirt with some pajama pants in my feet, and my my feet were covered. And he told me, he said, Moesha, don't say anything of this that happened to anyone. And me being who I am, and I keep my loyalty, the only person I told was my mom. And it was a lot of things that hit the fan at that same time around that year. And I started going back around him. And because I was just asking myself, why am I fearful? What am I fearful for? Well, we should get it together, put it behind you. Like, don't 
do not dwell on it. It's okay like it never happened. And I told myself, it's okay like it never happened. It never happened. And I was about to drive myself nuts. I was going to drive myself crazy because I kept hearing it and seeing the visual of it all over again. And, you know, it really, it really, at one point in my life, it sent me into shock. It sent me into panic mode. I had anxiety. I didn't want anything to do with him or I didn't want to talk to him. I just kept my distance away. And when I got to what it was second semester of seventh grade and I just told myself, Melissa, put it behind you. Don't think about it. Just play like it never happened. And I just went to school and I just play like it never happened. He drove me to school one day and my godmom was speaking on um, what he did to someone else that I know I'm not saying any names, but he done to someone else that lived in their house. And, you know, he told me not to say anything. He said, if your godmother asks me, if your godmother asks you, have I ever done or touched you in a manner say no and she asked my aunt and my aunt called my mom and she my mom said no my aunt told my godmother no and from then I just started being around him again and one time it was 5.30 something in the morning and I was just waiting because my mom left at 4.30 because that's when she was working in St. Petersburg and she had to drop off my granny to work and she had to come back to typing and she was working in typing. So, you know, I was dancing at that time. I was listening to secular music and I turned on MTV and I was just dancing and I was dancing and I was dancing. And I used to do that every morning. I used to just dance and listen to music. And one particular morning he came over and I was just wondering who it was. I'm like, my mom, you know, She's not here. You know, she's all the way in St. Pete. But she told me she was going to drop off Granny. And I'm like, okay, so I open up the door and she's there. And she walks in and she hugs me, but you know. It was a different type of hug. It wasn't a hug that, oh, you're my goddaughter, nice to see you. It 
của uh, a grandmother and there was a lot for you know a lot for her then you know you know the difference between a loving and a lustful and that's what it was but my body started shaking out of nervousness of what happened not too long ago like a month ago and I was like God please I was like God please don't let this happen again I, I don't I don't like this feeling God I don't want this feeling God I don't need this feeling please God just protect me I don't want to I don't want to do this and he came he said call me back he said call me when you are ready for I can drop you off to school and I told him okay so then you know I I just sat on the floor and I remember when I sat on the floor I was just crying and I was just crying and I was crying and I was just wondering why that had to it had to come near me and and you know make me afraid as I was and it all came rushing back to my remembrance and I was just on the floor crying, crying, so I was hyperventilating. And I called my mom and I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I was like, it almost happened again. Mom, it almost happened again. And she was like, no, you should just pray. And I remember I gathered, I got up from the chair, I got in my mind. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to pray. And I prayed. And I just sat there, I turned off the TV, and I just laid on the floor staring, and God was just talking to me, and he was explaining, and I, I laid there, and I had a timer, and my alarm went off at 7.30 to get dressed for school, and I had got up and I was going to put on my clothes, but I had stopped seeing angels. I stopped seeing, you know, them. I just seen their outline. And when I was putting, I was putting on my shoes and I seen wings. I seen angel wings and it. It didn't frighten me, but it startled me. I was like, God, um, at first, I couldn't, I couldn't see angels anymore. Now I can. What happened? And he told me, he was like, you, you have activated, you reactivated what you had, so you, you are seeing what you used to see, you are feeling what you used to feel. And I used to go to school and feel like nothing happened. Fast forward.
so 
bitter to the point where it comes off on their face. And they don't care who you are, what you are. They are going to try to make you feel how they feel. And once you first met me, and she looked at the role and she called Moesha. She was like, Moesha is in so I was like, yeah. She was like, no wonder why you act like that. And it was just a whole bunch of situations. Like, things that she said, I went to my principal and I told my principal and my guidance counselor. I was like, look, I don't know what you want me to do. It's been going on for two years now. Like, I, I don't want nothing like this to happen. Like, I just want to put everything behind me and this time warning. And they were like, okay, just write her a note and we'll sign off on it. And so I wrote her a note and, you know, just telling her how I felt and how it seemed like she always picked at me and all that like that and i remember she she yelled at me in front of the whole class once i gave her that paper she just went ballistic and she just started yelling at me and it was so embarrassing because you know, when you try to get somebody something in private, it just, it backfires. And I was telling her, if she told me to stay behind class, and I did, and she was like, um, she was like, you're lying on me, you, you are a liar, you know, you just saying this, so I won't write you another referral and all these things like that why are you such a liar i said nothing like that to you and all that and so you know me just thinking back when i was younger just thinking back to those situations that i had before that you know it's just been flooding in and all i did was i got my backpack and i just ran out the class and I just waited for my mom to come and get me. And I just started busting out crying when I got in the car. And I told my mom what happened. And she called school, but school didn't do anything. And when I, summer of ninth grade year, I was, I was getting older. I think I was 14. I was 14 years old, and, you know, I was just doing what I needed to do, and we are going to, you know, make this a second sequel. This is just the first one, um, 1 through 14, and... I will see y'all later. I love y'all and have a great day. And I pray that God blesses you all. And we are going to finish the last story of me um, next time because this class is running out.
is at 5.43 and this, um, it ends at 16 minutes. So God bless, I love y'all so much and have a great day. Well, oh, well, I guess not. So we just gonna keep talking because it got only on 56 and go to 60. So, long story short, you know, it was a lot of things going on and, um, my state started getting affected of how my body was reacting. I was stressed. Everything was going really, really badly. And one day my goddad had came to the house and it was my birthday and he had given me money, but he was like, what's wrong with your state? He was like, oh no. It was like, you're half wolf. And like, he was making a joke, but me, I never had anything in my face. So at the age of 14, I was down, like I was diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic ovary disease, or not disease, you know, awareness. And it's when you're, you grow, girls grow facial hair and all that stuff like that. And it's just a lot in ninth through eleventh grade going to cousin high i was picked on people didn't want to talk to me people hated me i was being bullied at one point in time i wanted to commit suicide because this boy named ali was just bullying me saying things that were not called for there was a lot of situations that was going on and you know how people hurt people hurt people and situations at his home was not going good so he wanted to make somebody else feel as bad as he did and so then you know in the bible it says that girls are not well females nope no, no gender is supposed to lose their virginity at a young age. I did almost got pregnant, um, and it was really horrible, and I felt so bad because my family worked so hard not for, you know, me to do that, and I felt so dirty. I felt so horrible. But then I end up getting addicted. I end up doing things out of the normal. And I realized when that perversion spirit on my goddad end up jumping on me. So we're going to end this here. And when we end this here, I just want everyone to know there will be a part two um, from high school till now. And um, I will be with you guys shortly. I love you guys. Remember, be real, be responsible, be loyal, and to be continued. God bless.